Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Vitality Health Show. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, the voice of hope and healing. Thank you for joining us. First, I want to thank our sponsor, the Mindful Lab, for making this show possible. The Mindful Lab can help transform your life through the practice of mindfulness. As a reminder, if you have any suggestions or comments, please email me at contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. We have a fascinating show for you today. Our guests are an amazing couple from the beautiful land of Norway. Thor and Uni Johansson immigrated to the United States. They lived in Utah for five years, then returned to Norway, only to learn that Thor had liver cancer. These beautiful people are here today to share how Thor beat cancer and how they helped two of their daughters to overcome a deadly disease and what they're doing to share this knowledge to the world. You're going to love these people and their story is fascinating, so please welcome Thor and Uni Johansson to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome to both of you. Thank you so much. We're excited to be on the show. We are so grateful. We had a little bit of technical issues as we were just getting started, but I think we're going to be good to go. So thank you so much for being here. So I want to just get right into your story because um, we have had a couple conversations and you and I, I haven't had the opportunity to have conversation with Thor yet, but I've heard lots of stories. <laughs> so I want to welcome you guys here to the show. Thank you so much for taking time to be here. And let's start kind of back at the beginning. I want to know that my listeners love to hear the story of how you got to where you are today and what situations brought you here. I know you've had some pretty interesting trials with your health and other things. And first, we are so happy that you are here in the United States to share this with all of us. So let's go back and kind of talk about what happened and how you got here and how you found the cancer and then what you chose to do with that. So I'm turning the time over to you guys. Okay, I'll start. Um, Well, it was back in 1980 and we had decided to immigrate to the United States. And uh, at the time, uh, Thor's sister's husband had um, discovered that he had melanoma. Mm -hmm. And by the time we got there, it had spread to his brain. So it was very serious. And what happened is that he had a book called Cancer Winner by Jackie Davison. Okay. And I started reading that book. That book was an inspiration to him during his illness. And so he gave it to me and I started reading it and it was so fascinating. It was like a biography of this, um, I think she was 37 at the time, who um, had discovered she had cancer and she had it all over her body. And it's just a fascinating read. And I thought by myself, if any of us ever get cancer, this is the right, the way we want to go. And she actually um, used the Gerson therapy. He has a clinic down in um, Mexico where people go who have cancer and other health problems. Mm -hmm. And 
So when we moved back in 85, I just had this strong feeling that I should take this book with me. And sure enough, um, just a few months after we came back to Norway, he started to have health problems. And um, he, he, uh, he had problems in his abdomen area. He didn't know what it was, but he had pain when he bent over. And mm. I remember him complaining that his mind was so foggy, he couldn't think straight. And so I said, you need to go to a doctor and find out what this is. So he did, and they sent him to have x-rays done. And that's when they found the tumor on his liver. Mm -hmm. And um, in, in the book, it said you should not puncture any cancer tumors because it makes it easier to spread through your body. So we went to a doctor who had a method. He, he could take a blood test and send it to Switzerland. And they had a method of finding out, you know, whether it was malignant or not. And when it came back, it showed that it was malignant. And so I, I said to Tor, you need to read this book before you make any decisions. Mm -hmm. And he did. And he said, this is what I want to do also. So that's, that's wow. how it started. And I just want to mention that I'm just so grateful for... Jackie Davison, that she did write this book, because if she hadn't written that book, I don't know where we would have been today. We wouldn't have gotten in contact with the Gerson therapy or anything. So that just shows how important it is to tell your story, because somebody might hear it and you may save a life or even more. Absolutely. And that's why we have you on today, right? Because somebody's listening that needs to hear your story. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Thor, did you want to add something in there? Yeah, I can do that. Um, and the reason why I did get cancer at such a young age of 35 was that I had worked with PVC chemicals for 10 years. Mm. And PVC polyvinyl chloride is famous for creating liver cancers. It's actually almost 100% sure that you will get it if you work with it long enough. Wow, those are good odds. Yeah, and the reason is, of course, because of the um, uh, the oils that are used to soften the PVC, which is called the DOP, dioxalate, which mm -hmm. is actually becomes toxic, which is very toxic to the body. And at a time many years ago, they actually used the dioxalate in the hoses at milk factories where they actually fill bottles for milk. And this shows you that, that the, the cow might be healthy when you actually milk the cow. But in the processing of it, it goes through several things. But, and these are, not health, these are not health experts who actually package the things. So you can be subject to actually anything from the ground uh, to your, uh, to your um, refrigerator. And then it can be been changed so much in its structure, toxicity, and other things that uh, we are not aware of it. Okay, that just gave me all sorts of goosebumps. That is just so scary. So what can we do to be aware of that? To Is there anything we can look for on a label or look for? What do you suggest we do? I mean, this is, this is kind of crazy. Well, the <laughs> in our milk. Yeah, the optimum, of course, is to 
grow your own food and have your own goats. Like uh, a close friend of mine, Dr. Bernard Jensen, whom I worked with for 13, 14 years. I don't know if you've heard the name, but Dr. Bernard Jensen uh, wrote 120 books on health and nutrition. He was a chiropractor. His father was a chiropractor. Uh, he's uh, originally from Denmark, but he lived in the United States, was born in Los Angeles, started a clinic uh, in Health Valley in, up in the mountains in uh, Escondido, California, where, we, where I worked with him. Um, he doesn't live anymore. He became 93 years old. He was in a car accident and things didn't work And 93? Out. Yeah. A little earlier. Wow. A couple of years earlier, he went and he was in a car accident and a big semi-trailer that um, ticked over his car and crashed it while he was sitting in it. Oh, my word. So, I mean, uh, I don't know what you can do about that, but he actually became, uh, he became actually uh, unable to walk, uh, paralyzed from waist and down. The doctor said that he would never walk again at his age. Uh, he was not able to move his feet. But Dr. Jensen was a very special person. He, he knew uh, how to regenerate the nervous system, even that which was destroyed. And um, after about a year and a half or so, he was up walking again. And really? When I came down from Utah, we live in Alpine, Utah, of all places, mm -hmm. so that you know where that is. I love it there. It's beautiful. And um, when I came down to him one day, I flew down to Escondido, um, he met me walking out, coming out. Uh, he had a walking, you know, one of these walking things Walkers. that walkers Walker. hold mm -hmm. in front of you. And he lifted the thing above his head and said, look at me, Thor, what I've been able to do. And uh, he proved the doctors wrong that he could actually regenerate all those nerves and walk again at old age. And the wheelchair that I've been wheeling him around uh, when we went out to eat together uh, was sitting on the side and had a sign on it. And it said, for sale. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my goodness. That's a whole other story we need to talk about. That, a, that is a, a long, long, that's a very long story, uh, my 14 years with him. Um, oh, fascinating. But I, I would credit, uh, of course, Dr. Gerson, who was a German doctor, he was a Jewish doctor. Before the war, World War II, he actually escaped to uh, America with his family before I think, the persecution became too hot. Wow. And he settled his clinic down in San Diego, but the American Medical Association, they uh, didn't like what he was doing. So, um, so he escaped. Uh, with his clinic over to uh, Tijuana, Mexico, where the Gerson Clinic now still exists with his uh, daughter, Charlotte Gerson. Uh, Dr. Gerson was a genius. Um, and he and Dr. Jensen communicated quite often. Uh, I have all the letters between them. Because when Dr. Jensen passed away, I inherited his uh, library. Oh, wow. Which went all the way back to the 1920s. Oh, and all his furniture and his clothing and his shoes and his ties and his shirts <laughs> and everything. So we were, uh, we were very close together. Uh, spent much time with him. Uh, 
his idea he was more, he was a philosopher, not only a chiropractor and old nutritionist, and he was most famous to be an ideologist, if you know what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and of course, uh, I went to training courses with him, became a master ideologist with him. Um, we traveled together and gave seminars around the world, uh, Italy, Scandinavia, around the United States. And um, uh, he was a philosopher of health also, besides not just knowing about what helps and what doesn't help and what the doctors say. He had a health philosophy that, that basically uh, said that uh, if your philosophy, when you want to heal, is not correct from the beginning, on what you base your healing upon, uh, you will only get maybe a partial healing going on, not a full, thorough healing. Gershon had somewhat the same philosophy. Gershon's philosophy was this, and I did like that in his book, 50 Cancer Therapies, that he wrote. Um, I have a copy of that book still, after all these years, with lots of yellow undermarkings. And uh, I bet. Uh, it was a struggle. Uh, it took time because you had to learn while you are curing yourself, trying to cure yourself. You're learning at the same time. So you're trying to figure out why do I react this in this way? Why do, mm-hmm. did I almost go into coma yesterday? Why did, I, why did I have to stay up all night long because I was afraid to leave this world? Because I knew wow. if I sleep one evening, I wouldn't be able to wake up again. And so the story is a long story. Uh, we're just going to skim over the, all the details. Now, uh, you said he did write a book? Uh, who? It, did, did Dr. Is it Jensen? Did he write a book? What, what was the book it's, that you were talking about? Dr. Gershon. Oh, Dr. Gershon. Okay. Yeah, well, he wrote a book about 50 cases that he had cured of cancer. Wow. He had uh, close to half a million patients, so he had a lot of experience. Right. Uh, Dr. Gerson's philosophy, philosophy of healing was more of a physical uh, thing. Um, the spiritual part, uh, the philosophical part of healing, I got more from Dr. Jens, Bernard Jensen. His first uh-huh. name was actually Jürgen, which is a Danish name, but his middle name was Bernard which Bernard Jensen has written 120 books, uh, some of them very wow. uh, large volumes. Um, and there's 500 pages. Oh, that's a, that's a very big book. That's a lot of information. Good Healing for Man. Wow. Pages. But you have 120 of these books. 120 of those books. So did you utilize reading all those and stuff when you were going through your treatments? I actually didn't really get to know Dr. Jensen before, right after I was uh, healed and was able to travel. But when on my way to California, somehow I got in contact with him because I had gotten hold of one of his books and we... Uh, enjoyed staying together and since the first day I met him we stayed together for the rest of his life. Wow. And uh, that's a long story but 
Dr. Gershon, even though he was more of a physical therapist, a doctor, his system of healing uh, made common sense to me. And I would say that that common sense of having a guideline for how you're going to do it uh, was crucial to the healing process to protect yourself from developing or growing more cancers or so forth. Can you give us a brief synopsis of what that looked like for you? I will. Uh, he's a very brilliant Dr. Gerson. So like I said, he was a genius. Uh, he said that in cancer situation, many of the organs in the body and the systems in the body, let's say you have the respiratory system, digestive system, kidney, urinary system, central nervous system, etc., and the brain and other systems. Um, he said that in cancerous situation, many of the systems uh, have shut down and the organs are in poor condition. Maybe the liver, he said, only had like 25% of its functionality wow. uh, left to actually function as it should. Not enough to actually uh, do the job of actually cleansing the blood or to, or to detoxify properly. Um, so he said that since the um, digestive system, which the liver is part of, does not uh, work properly, uh, we need to make sure that if the liver and the pancreas and the stomach and the thyroid and so forth doesn't work, we have to, we have to fool the body and make sure that it thinks that everything is working just fine. Mm. So what he did was that he did a replacement therapy in the sense that if you do not have hydrochloric acid, most people in, in a cancer situation do not have enough hydrochloric acid in their stomach. So what he would do, he would, do, he would, he would be, make it mandatory to take hydrochloric acid with every meal. Mm. And your, your pancreas would not produce the enzyme that was necessary, like pancreatin and so forth, and other forms of enzymes. Uh, so uh, he would have to replace uh, those enzymes with a, a pancreatin tablet, maybe with some oxbile in it and some other things, uh, to replace what it was not producing at the moment. And then, wow. of course, your thyroid would be shot because thyroid is kind of the governing officer of all the other metabolic, metabolic functions in the body. So um, uh, he, would, he would give you a natural thyroid supplement that you would take your body was not able to create a high enough fever because if you had a high enough fever when you were cancerous, uh, the cancer wouldn't be there mm. because that cancerous patient is not capable of, he said, of throwing up a fever that is high enough to actually Interesting. Kill cancer. Yeah, you've got to have that heat, right? Yeah, that extreme heat. So mm -hmm. um, he would then do hydrotherapy baths um, up to 41 some degrees Celsius, which I don't know the Fahrenheit uh, part of it, because I'm just a dumb Norwegian. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, so I took uh, these uh, hot baths all the, you know, up to your neck every day for half an hour to bring on a fever, artificial fever. Mm. So the body, I, I would actually get a fever that was over 40 degrees Celsius every day for a whole year, every day. And when you put your foot down in that bath, you think you're going to die or burn yourself because that is extremely hot. Yeah. And um, 
if you had a weak heart, uh, you might have to make sure that um, your heart was strong enough to take that kind of abuse. Right. All it wow. And so, of course, all the food were organic or biodynamically grown. So I imported biodynamically grown food from Germany. Uh, While you were having your treatment? Yes. So I had a friend of mine who actually stood for the import, and I visited him once a week to pick up all my vegetables that he had mm. gotten into his warehouse. And biodynamically grown food is different than organic. It's a higher grade of, uh, of uh, producing and growing your food. I mean, it's more particular when you harvest and so forth and what you use for nutri nutrients in the soil and microorganisms and so forth is very selective. Wow. Okay, so just really quickly before we go to our first break, I'm being told that 40 degrees Celsius is about 115 degrees Fahrenheit. Does that sound about right? That's really hot. That's kind of what the West Coast is going through right now. But <laughs> that 115 degrees Fahrenheit with the right nutrition is really basically what he was doing for you, right? And put, and tricking your body into thinking it had the, the things that it needed to have. Is that correct? That is partially true. Uh, it was part of the system. We, we haven't gone through the whole uh, thing yet, what I had to do. Okay. I had liver injections with a needle that long. Oh, that my goodness. injected into the liver area. Now, the tumor was in, on the back of the right, right lobe of the liver, on the back, and it was about... Uh, uh, two centimeter big at the time when they discovered it. We okay, so Thor, I'm going to stop you right there for just a second because we've got to take a quick break. So I want you to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about what they did for you because I think it's just fascinating that they did this all holistically, naturally, basically what they're doing with you. So just give us a few minutes. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You want to hear the rest of the story. We'll be back in just a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Many of us are finding ourselves distracted by what's going on in the world around us today. We find ourselves discontent with our circumstances, with what we have and how we feel about ourselves. And we find ourselves disconnected from those that matter most to us. If this sounds all too familiar, check out MindfulLab.net and see how the practice of mindfulness can change your life today. Powerful programs are available to help you find clarity, connection, and peace at MindfulLab.net. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. 
If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, friends. We are so happy to have you here. We are having a fascinating conversation with Uni and Thor Johansson. They were from Norway. They came to the United States, went back to Norway, found out he had cancer of the liver, went to the Gershon Clinic down in Mexico, and we're just talking about all the things that he did naturally to help cure his cancer. So that's where we're going to pick up from right here. It's been a fascinating conversation so far. So I'm going to let them continue because I don't want to take up all the time. I want to hear the rest of the story. So go ahead, Thor, finish telling us what was going on there. Well, you know, in the Gerson cure, uh, there was a lot of juicing of fresh uh, vegetables, uh, green, uh, green vegetables and carrots. And um, if you had 11 glasses of 11 ounce, uh, 12 ounce glasses of juice every day, Wow. You would, uh, you would uh, be cleansing very fast. Now, right. since I was doing this at home, I was at risk at, because Gershon, when he started this uh, regimen back in Germany, before he fled Germany with his patients, he had, um, he had like 10, 11 patients that he actually started the juicing program and to detoxify them with the, all the high potassium juices. Those are vegetables that are high in potassium, especially at that time. It right. has been decreased in vegetables today. Even if you buy them in the store, you, it is negligible how much potassium you have in those. Mm-hmm. Unless you grow those yourself. And organic it doesn't really matter if you don't grow it yourself. Right. Um, you can buy organic from China, for instance, USDA from China. No. If you trust that. Um, yes. <laughs> So the, 11, uh, so, the, so the 11 patients that he fed, they went to actually into coma, all of them at the same time. And uh, they all died because, oh. because of auto-intoxication from pushing all the toxins out at the same time and, and was not aware of it, how you can get rid of it. Oh, my goodness. So okay, that's not good. <laughs> he, he moved to the United States and he became aware of that. You actually had to do other things to get rid of the toxins in the body and to make sure you had enough fiber in the system and so forth. Uh, he was also big on coffee enemas uh, mm-hmm. with the juicing, which is a combination that has to happen because he discovered that through uh, testing that the bile ducts would actually expand and let biles out with the toxins uh, under the influence of the coffee. And therefore, it, it would uh, take the toxins out um, because just during the juicing, you would actually go into, you would die in coma. And I almost mm. did that once when she came home one day, my wife, she found me uh, on the floor, totally gone. And I oh, told her terrifying. What she to, and told her what she needed to do if that would happen. Mm-hmm. And of course, I uh, was able to bring myself back to life. And uh, that night, uh, I didn't actually dare go to sleep because I, I knew that I might not wake up again. Right, right. Scary. So I had a dream that night. I had a dream because I was very much anxious and worried about the situation. We had six children at the moment. And I had a dream that I was here in Salt Lake and I, uh, I had a friend uh, his name was Spencer W. Kimball. 
And I went to into his office and he sat behind his desk and he smiled at me and said, um, don't worry, Thor. It's not your time yet. Mm. Wow. And from there, things started to change for the better. And uh, although there were liver injections of um, special types of Iskador, the mistletoe product, or an other uh, Chinese herbs that I used beside it for cleansing the liver, I took that in addition to the Gershon cure. And you could also put like a veal liver uh, from a young veal and press it together with the carrot juice. Now it doesn't sound very good, but it actually doesn't taste, taste that bad. Really? Um, you know, in many therapies today, you use uh, internal organs from certain animals to actually improve the functions of that same specific organ in your own body because it has the nutrients that, that you are lacking to make that function, hormones and so forth. So that opens up a whole nother world of another show. I can talk a lot, can talk a lot about that. But that's, and of course, I had to take, uh, it was Dr. Nieper in Germany who actually found out that if you took B12 injections uh, daily, uh, because cancer patients have a low B12, uh, and many people do today, uh, low B12 levels, I would take an injection uh, on a daily basis with B12, uh, one or two cc, that I had to put into the muscle daily to, uh, to make sure my red blood count was, uh, was up there. And the wow. liver, of course, would give me the natural iron. Mm. Also, so, let's... so in the presence of uh, oxygen, which is wow. produced by iron as a carrier, um, the red blood cells and the B12 and other things, you were able to push uh, oxygen into the cells since cancer doesn't like oxygen. No, cancer. I'm glad you said that. Cancer does not like oxygen, doesn't like to live there where oxygen is at. <laughs> so the, this is so fascinating. So let's, let's push forward a little bit. How long were you in treatment? When did you realize that you were, you were cancer-free? That had to have been an incredible experience and day for you. In the beginning, oh. I probably couldn't leave, the, I couldn't leave the home for more than 10, 15 minutes. As time went by, I could be gone for an hour, and then I could go for hours and be gone as the cure progressed, and I became somewhat a little bit more learned in the way of what to do and what not to do, because mm -hmm. uh, the what not to do could kill you. Uh, but if you burn yourself too many t or many times, you know you know how to stay away from that hot place. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we teach our children. And I was in that learning process of staying away from certain doing certain things in a certain manner because I could be too aggressive, going too aggressively on the cure, and then I could pass out being uh, abusing myself. Oh, that's amazing. So what day, how long were you into the, to all the treatments before they gave you the all clear, basically okay. that you knew the cancer was gone? I would say it was um, a year, a, a year and a half before I felt that I could go back to work again. Wow. And at that, that is time, fascinating. My wife started a um, business called Color Me a Season, where she actually um, recruited salespeople to sell her color cosmetic and clothing systems 
and she had seven saleswomen working for her in the time when I was home, um, kind of tending the kids if they were home. Uh -huh. And um, that's how we survived, besides uh, credit cards and other things, of course. It's amazing what you have to do when you're forced to do it, right? Things, things, amazing things can happen. We're kind of in that situation right now in this whole pandemic thing that we've been in. Everybody has to just kind of step out of their comfort zone and go, okay, let's revamp. Let's redo. Let's re revisit what we're actually capable of. So I'm glad you brought up your children. Uni, could you tell us a little bit about what you dealt with with your children? Because you have eight children, correct? Yes. A couple of them got quite sick, from what I understand. Yes. It happened in um, November of 2018. Uh, my, my daughter, um, it started with a strep throat. And mm. uh, it went down into her chest. And she went to the doctor, and they gave her a Citromax. And mm -hmm. she reacted very, very badly to it. She ended up in the ER, actually. She had diarrhea. She had profound sweating, weakness to the point where she could not even stand on her feet. And um, the doctor told her, oh, just continue taking Citromax, you know, to get over this ordeal. Right. And she totally refused because she did not want to feel like that again. Yeah. How old was she when this happened? Um, she was uh, 30, about 34. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then she somewhat recovered, but then she got the stomach flu. And she ended up in the ER again. She got so sick. And mm -hmm. they couldn't quite figure what was going on with her stomach because she had symptoms that wasn't beyond stomach flu. And so um, they, they checked everything and couldn't find anything, so they thought we need to do an MRI. So they gave her, um, I think it's called Isoview, which is a contrast liquid. Mm -hmm. And um, right when they gave it to her, they, she, she started to feel this tightness in her throat. Oh. And um, they didn't pay any attention to that, and the CAT oh. scan came back clear, so they just sent her home. But then very strange symptoms started to surface already the next day. And she had strange tinglings and heat sensation around her ears. I remember complaining, I feel this heat around my ears. And her fatigue was so extreme. She had nausea. She could not eat anything. And she just kept losing weight. And we could not get any food into the girl. And and uh, I feel like we were in the ER sometimes twice a day because she felt like she was dying. Wow. And uh, doctors did not find anything. They told her, we cannot do anything in the ER. You have to go to a regular doctor. And then it took like two weeks to get into specialists. And I mean, I was on the phone here and there and everywhere trying to save my girl. Right. <laughs> it was just. So fast forward, <laughs> what, what did you do? What did you figure out from that? Well, to, to uh, basically get some nutrients into her, we started going to these IV places mm -hmm. because she could not, everything just run through her, you know. Mm -hmm. She couldn't keep anything. And 
um, I think that's what basically saved her life. And we, we went to these IV places that have more nutrition into their right. liquids or whatever. And then we went to all the health food stores and we got anything we could get for building up her stomach and her intestines. And we started to give her mild food. And um, after, when she was able to keep some food down, she started to get a little bit better. But she had like vision problems and, and um, cognitive problems. And I mean, in the ER, they just sent counselors to her and said, something is wrong in your head, you know, you're not sick at all because the test right. comes out normal. <laughs> so yes. I was so frustrated. And um, it, was, it was just like little by little, we, uh, we stayed with her. Uh, I had a daughter there who was her uh, mental mentor. Mm -hmm. All that was sitting by her bedside telling her, you know, you'll get through this. And that helped her, you know, to keep on going. And right. then we did the, the with Taurus Knowledge, you know, we, we uh, gave her all the supplements we felt like she needed to build up her body. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was not a quick fix. I would right. say it took over a year before she started to kind of function. And in this process, it was so bad that she, she lost all the joy of living. She said, I don't even feel anything for anybody. I don't feel anything for my kids. I have to mm. pretend that I love them. That's how deep this affected her. And she just felt so sad yeah. that she could feel that way because that was not her. She, mm -hmm. she was a ballerina. She was the picture of health. And then these medicines that she got from the doctors just totally ruined her health. And it took her over a year to rebuild it. And she still has cognitive or eye problems, you know, where her vision is kind of off. So beware of what they put into your systems. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that you said that because we do need to question it, right? Before, before we do this. And if there's a natural way to do that, that's by far the best thing to do. I, be I believe that God created our bodies to repair themselves if we've put the right tools in them. Definitely. And, and I know that that's something that you guys feel very passionate about and we're, we're short on time. So I want to know what you guys are doing right now because I know you're helping many, many, many people that are in the same situation or, or um, situations where they just don't know where to go or what to do. So can you kind of tell us a little bit first, I would like your contact information if you're willing to give that out. If there's somebody out there listening that just really needs help, they don't know which way to turn. Yeah. Well, um, of course, we started our own business producing uh, food supplements, and mm -hmm. we do it very ideally. We just get the very, very best ingredients, and we don't put any... Um, artificial things into our products like mm -hmm. a lot of uh, companies put flow uh, flowing agent and um, other things that don't belong in a health food product right. and we are we are totally we don't want to even go there you know so and what's the name of your product you sell a line over in Europe called BioLife um, Biolife is a been around for thirty years. 
mm-hmm. over there and are one of the two largest brands in Scandinavia. And uh, it, it is a, a different line of products than most other people's products. Uh, they are pure. Uh, we are very selective in uh, ingredients that we do. We grow some herbs uh, ourselves, do a lot of research behind it. Uh, have a lab right beside here that tests the herbs every day. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of different things. Um, when I got to know Dr. Jensen, which was after my ordeal, uh, he had a chart that I expanded upon. And he said that, um, have you heard about, the, there's, a, there's a law of cure in the homeopathic system and in the natural, industry, in natural healing industry called the, the Herring's Law of Cure. The Herring's Law of Cure governs basically how the body uh, in sequence from start to begin, from start to end, how it cures. Uh, Mm -hmm. Curing and healing always starts from top and down. Right. uh, From from head and down and from inward going outward. Mm -hmm. And in reverse order as the disease came, meaning it will take the most, when you're on a healing path that works, it will take the most serious um, uh, symptom first and work with it until it vanishes, until it gets the next symptom, and the next symptom, and the next, and each symptom becomes less and less severe. And the last mm-hmm. organ to heal in the body is the skin. The skin, so, wow. Yeah, okay. so when we know about these healing sequences, we have a philosophy for why we do things rather than just blindly saying, oh, this helps for this, or this helps for this. You actually do it for with a purpose in mind, and that you are on the road to doing it in a certain sequence. I love that you said that because so many people, when they go the the medical route, and I'm not cutting in medical people, there's definitely a place for that, and we appreciate the medical specialists. But in my experience, it's been take this drug and then you're having side effects for that. So let's take this drug and side effects for that. So let's take this drug where yours is just the opposite. Let's figure out what it is that's happening with the, with the most severe naturally figure that out. And then your body starts to heal itself. Like I said before, the Lord knows what to put in our bodies. And if we put the right things in the body, the body knows what to do with it. Yeah. Let me just, Dr. Jensen, he had a chart that he made up that I expanded upon with this chart here. Mm-hmm. It, it tells you that in the body, we are, like I said, to begin with, we have different systems in the systems. Each system has a different uh, uh, need for special nutrients, whether it be minerals, uh, vitamins, amino acids, um, vitamins, so like I said, or herb, herbal needs. Um, and I made this overview over the different systems in the body and what each of the systems need because they mm. do, the brain uses far more phospholipids than any other organ in the body. The pancreas where diabetes is connected to uses uh, uh, hundreds of times more chromium and vanadium than any other organ in the body. Wow. So, so having, having the knowledge of what is needed of each of the organs in each system will actually speed up the healing and concentrate and focus it much more so the healing can take place uh, more effectively. Mm. And this is uh, 
uh, something that we use in our products when we formulate them that for a system we work we work with a system rather than just a single uh, cell or a single organ that's fascinating to me because the body isn't just one single organ or one single cell right it's everything and it has to work as a system or it's not going to function correctly so I think that's that's beautiful that you're doing that so um, in just the last couple minutes that we have um, what what would you I know you'd already said you know plant your own gardens do your own thing but if people don't have that opportunity what would you recommend for people to do that's going to help them right now in, in these crazy situations, this crazy time that we're in, as you know, um, what can they do for their bodies and their minds and spirits and souls and everything else? Uh, education is the, is the most important. Uh, experiment with the knowledge that you gain, uh, reading, studying, uh, getting understanding. To get understanding and uh, have the ability to discern is the most important factor when it comes mm. to to healing. And without nobody can be well in ignorance. Um, it is important, like nobody can be saved in ignorance. Um, so knowledge is the most important study. So we really need to take it into our own hands and study. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Your health is, is your responsibility, not the doctor's. And right. I think everybody uh, agrees with that. A lot of more people would listen to, more to their bodies and maybe catch things a little earlier, you know, so mm -hmm. that they can heal themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't say don't go to doctors because we need them. They are fabulous in finding out, you know, what's wrong with you. And then you can then decide, you know, do I want to uh, go the natural way or do I want to go the doctor way? You have that mm -hmm. choice. And I think that's the most important thing that people need to know, that you do have that choice. I love that you're saying that. So it's okay to question the doctor. It's okay to question. If you don't feel, if you're just having that twinge in your heart that's telling you, mm, maybe not, it's okay to question. And I love that you had said, Thor, that you researched, you researched and researched, both of you, to find out what an alternative options you had. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it, for us, it was, it started with the Jackie Davis book, you know, mm -hmm. that I actually read that. And then we both got into it. And that's how we wanted to treat our health. You know, we wanted to strengthen our immune system and uh, avoid illness, but illnesses by doing that and uh, I think that's that's number one let me give you some ideas that because the health philosophy and why you do things and how you should evaluate your health um, Dr. Jensen was superior in that when he spoke to a crowd of two three thousand people you and you were down in there in the back you thought that he spoke to you personally mm. uh, nobody has ever been close to him when it comes to communication Hmm. Uh, but he said that um, um, the body is a buildup and the reflections of our emotions uh, or spiritual awareness and mental activities and our physical program. Um, he said that uh, 
the greatest destroyers in our body are the mind and the imagination. The imagination is stronger than the will. Mm-hmm. The greatest thing to reach out for is the truth, truth in nutrition. All you send out to others will be returned to your life for better or for worse. Um, it's not what we eat that counts, it's what we digest and absorb, he said. Uh, a clean body is, not des- is, is to be desired. Take care of your four elimination channels. Mm-hmm. While under the watchful care of a good health counselor, the, the, so, so it, it, when one of the four elimination channels stop functioning, like your lungs, for instance, mm-hmm. um, you will have a less chance of, of surviving. Any of the four elimination channels in the body, uh, digestive, kidney, skin, etc., uh, those are the to- that's the mandatory. Mm. Keep that going, because if you can't get that going, it doesn't matter what you feed afterwards, because you are not taking care of those. Right. Oh, thank you. That's a perfect place to end on. Thank you so much. Make sure you reach out to me if you have any questions. I can forward it to them at contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. It has been an absolute pleasure to have both of you on the show with me. The knowledge on my brain's just going crazy right now. There's so much more I want to talk about, but unfortunately we're out of time. So thank you so much, both of you, for being on the show with us today and for your vast amount of knowledge and for the encouragement for our listeners to go out and listen to your body and learn and educate what there is out there for you to do. Thank you again so much. You guys have just been a a pleasure to have on the show. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. And you guys have a happy, healthy, and wonderful week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show. 